School, a place for friends, learning, fun, and hauntings. These are more tales of haunted schools. Stories, folklore, legends, leyendas, cuentos, y más. This is Spooky Tales. Listen, escuchen, at your own risk. Bookies, this is editing Christina. I just want to let everyone know that we had some technical issues with MJ, and so for half the episode, she is muted and then she comes back at the end. Now, on to the episode. Hi, everyone, this is Christina, and this is MJ, and today we have a guest. Hola, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us about your podcast, which I love? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm Vanessa Grave, so I am the host of Hija de tu Madre podcast. So um, it's just a podcast talking to hijas uh, de nuestras madres about our madres immigration stories. And we kind of get into their stories and also talk to uh, each other about our experiences as first generation Latinas and just, uh, you know, what we've gone through here in the United States and just a lot of similarities and struggles I think that we go through as a community. So yeah, I'm so excited to kind of be changing the subject a little bit and talking about some spooky stuff. Yay. I'm excited. Yes. Today we're talking about haunted schools. But first, I have a listener story about a haunted school. I was saving it for this episode specifically. <laughs> Let me bring it up here. So this person sent us a message via Instagram. And again, if you have a spooky story for us that you want us to share, just either email it to spookytales at gmail.com or DM it to us on any of our socials. She sent this through Instagram, and this is what she said. I saw your TikToks and had to tell you what happened in my high school and what I experienced from it. It's been over two years since I've been there, but you can also Google the story and it will appear. Oh, interesting. Okay. So here's the background story. By the way, warning, this is long. Okay. <laughs> so here's the background story. It was said that way back in like the 1900s, when my school was barely getting in the thoughts of getting built, there was a huge ranch of sorts and an older couple lived there. It was rumored that they were somehow involved in satanic things and rituals. Once they were asked about buying the land to build the school, they accepted with the condition for the school's... Oh my god, I think I've heard of this school. Sorry, let me go on. <laughs> Once they were asked about buying the land, they built the school and accepted with the condition that the school's mascot be the devil. And if they ever thought about changing the mascot, there would be horrifying consequences. So the Sirius accepted and they had the mascot for a few years. And then in the 1920s, they decided to change the mascot, and then things went downhill. Apparently, that year, 100 people died in a plane crash in the baseball field of the school. And then after the crash, things started getting even scarier. There were rumors going on that kids saw or heard ghosts, and the principal at the time decided to go back to the devil mascot and thought that everything would be fine. But oh boy, were they wrong. Oh, also, the plane had crashed in the school's baseball field, and I really thought it was a rumor. It was also rumored that two guys had killed themselves during the night, but I'm not sure if those were actually true. I can confirm the plane crash. I had to invest investigate because, well, things started happening to me while I was there. 
Long story short, I live in Tijuana and cross the border every day to go to school. When I entered Sweetwater High School, I didn't think much of it because part of me was entering school really late and crossing the lines were hour, was hours long and I had to wake up really early in order to go to school on time. And that was during my junior and senior year. And that's when I started noticing things going on, especially in the mornings. The school had built a new building that was basically the front office of the school with three floors for classes. When I started experiencing the haunting of the school, I thought it was in my head because I'm not much of a believer for things like that. So it started my junior year. I had just gotten my period and I had horrible cramps that day. And this was during my last class, which was on the third floor of that new building. I asked permission to go to the bathroom because your girl was in agonizing pain. <laughs> that sucks. The teacher was chill and said, yeah, you can go. So I went and boy, was I in for a shock. I had opened the door for the girl's bathroom and saw the lights were flickering. Mind you, the building was pretty new and it was early in the morning. So I didn't think there was anything paranormal going on. Anywho, I honestly, I was in too much pain to focus on the lights and went into a stall. Once I closed the door, the lights turned off and I grabbed my phone to turn on the flashlight. Once I opened the stall door, the lights went on again and I started getting a really cold feeling. I turned around and saw one of or and saw on the toilet and on the floors there was blood everywhere. I ran out and started crying for no reason because I thought it was my hormones or my period, but there was something really scary going on. The second time it happened, I was getting ready for school really early. My dad had dropped me off at 530 in the morning because he had to go to work at six. I knew the janitor pretty well and I would stay inside the girl's bathroom on the first floor of the new building. One day I was there doing my makeup and the sink. Oh, Oh, God, what's that noise? Yeah, you don't hear like this crazy static? No. What the fuck? Oh, it just no, stops. No. I don't know. Let's just continue. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with the janitor part again. <clears throat> I knew the janitor pretty well, and I would stay inside the girls' bathroom on the first floor of the new building. One day, I was there doing my makeup, and the sink turned on, and so did the hand dryer. Oh my god! There it goes again! That is so weird. This is like on the same part. What the fuck? Someone oh, does hell no. something I'm, I'm doesn't want me to say this. Story. Story. So I'm gonna throw it. <laughs> um, where was I? Okay. Dryer turned on. I had read that. Okay. I also thought there was a girl entering the bathroom who would also get there at five. And the janitor Mm-mm. Okay, so another girl would get there at five and the janitor would be there as well. The doors would open and shut by themselves. Oh, okay. <laughs> I heard it again. Oh my god, every time. You know, just keep going. It adds this, to the suspense of this story. <laughs> but it's just so crazy that MJ doesn't hear it. Like, that's the weird part. MJ? MJ, is there a ghost over there? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll just tell, you'll just have to tell the listeners if y'all hear this, it's just our fourth guest. <laughs> that's with mj not with us (laughs) oh my god all right so (laughs) 
Let's see if we can get through this story. Wow. All right. So doors would open and shut by themselves. And I also have seen people or heard people during that time. I would always tell my mom about what had happened, but nobody believed me until I started investigating. I saw a girl in a white flurry dress and a small hat in the bathrooms as well. Another friend of mine sneaked into the school one night with her boyfriend in the football field and saw a man with blood dripping on his, from his forehead and so on. Lots of sightings of ghosts were seen in the school and also where the seniors sit down right in the entrance outside, you can see the memorial of the 100 dead people, I guess from the plane crash. It doesn't say, but it's pretty scary and I hope this is a good story for you. You can Google most of it. Sorry for writing so much on here. I just have to tell you all. Whew. All right. Well, we got through it. And yeah, that was creepy. That's, that's like like <laughs> scary too. Like the plane crash was just like happened in their field. What is it? The soccer field? Baseball field. Yeah. That is scary. Yeah. Like how random is that? I'm still unclear to where the school is, but I have the name of it and I already forgot it. <laughs> and I closed We'll the Google thing. it later. <laughs> Yeah, she said it was across from Tijuana and Sweetwater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case anyone wants to wants to read up on it. I wonder if it was just Sweetwater High School. Yeah, Sweetwater High School is the name of it. Okay, National City, California. All right, well, that's the school if anyone wants to look it up. I will not be looking at this story anymore <laughs> after after the mess that we experienced oh, just trying to yes. read it. Um, you know what my daughter, too, going on to the creepy shit that's going on? My... Uh, as some those who follow me on Instagram, um, we got my daughter a Barbie doll yesterday. And I was like, hey, you want to get your Barbie doll out of the room before I record? She was like, no, you could keep her. And she was like, but if she talks to you, just ignore her. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> it literally just happened right before we started recording. I was like, oh, thanks. Thanks, daughter of mine. That's not. That's probably the static. Why didn't you tell us that? <laughs> right? <laughs> Get the Barbie out of there. I'm going to eat the Barbie out of the window. <laughs> Before she ruins this episode. <laughs> Seriously. And so, yeah. So she was like, if she talks, just ignore her. And I was like, thanks. And now homegirl <laughs> is right here on my little desk nest next to me. On your lap. just Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then she's like on your shoulder. Like <laughs> Oh no! She's by the door. <laughs> I'm watching you, MJ. <laughs> I was like, "That's not creepy at all." Just tell your mother that, right? <laughs> She's gonna be like alone, locked in a room with a Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, let us know if the Barbie starts attacking you. Anyway, yeah. Do you want to start with this? <laughs> Wait, me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You okay. <laughs> This story comes from Peru in the Elsa Perrea Flores School that is located in Tarapoto, San Martin, Peru. Almost a hundred students experienced what many were calling a contagious possession. The students were from age 11 to 14 years old. The students experienced hallucinations, convulsions, full-blown seizures, foaming at the mouth, delirium, vomiting, and fainting that were all inexplicable oh my god what yeah it's like it was intense did you did you watch the video i sent you uh no i forgot (laughs) (laughs) i'll send it to you again because it was like i was like oh my god 
these children had visions of a tall man dressed in black with a beard who chased them and tried to strangle them. Local residents called it a mass demonic possession. These children were attended by medical professionals who were baffled as to why they were exhibiting strange symptoms. These possessions were called contagious and reoccurring. Journalist Anthony Choi from the Pan America Television Network was quoted as saying, We know it started on April 29th, and we don't understand how it continues to happen. Some locals attribute the phenomena to a grave site under the school believed to be used by the mafia, while others attribute it to the possible use of a Ouija board by some children wanting to contact spirits said to to be haunting the school. Experts say that this is a case of mass hysteria triggered by anxiety or fear of school exams. Could be children were exhibiting severe stress or um, experiencing severe stress. The video of this incident is incredibly disturbing. Children are seen placed on school tables or on the floor screaming, while teachers, other students, and medical professionals attend to those exhibiting symptoms. The children are screaming in fear and it's complete chaos. Some children were taken to a nearby hospital. There were children that were barely conscious. As a parent, the video is very disturbing. It doesn't matter if this is true or not, if it is indeed demonic possession or simply a child breaking down from school-related stress. It is not an image anybody needs to see. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, like like one child, fine. But like there was like almost 100 that's, children. Yeah, that's a lot. A 13-year-old girl who wanted to remain anonymous tells that multiple students in different classes fainted at the same time. She recounts that that she started vomiting, heard voices, and saw the man dressed in black chasing her. Another girl remembers having trouble breathing. Those who were around her say that she kept screaming, take it out. School authorities called doctors and holy men and exorcists to try to stop this event. The local Catholic church held several masses in hopes to stop the mass possession. Neither medical approaches nor spiritual approaches seemed to work. One parent whose child was afflicted told reporters, and I quote, She fainted in school. They didn't say anything at the hospital. She just fainted. She keeps on spitting froth from her mouth. What the hell? According according to this article on news.com.au, 10 days earlier in Malaysia on April 18th, students and staff at the SKM... I'm going to butcher this school name, okay? I'm, I'm, I apologize ahead of time. Peng Kalan Chepa 2 claimed to have seen a black figure roaming the school. Word got out and as many as 100 people reported a heavy or supernatural presence around them. One teacher told authorities that she had a black figure try to enter her body. The hysteria lasted three days during which... Screaming could be heard coming from the school. It was taken so serious by authorities that the school was shut down. They called in experts to investigate. The locals claimed it on gins. And that is my haunted school story. Did the other article say how long it lasted in, in the school in Peru? Or? It, it, it didn't say. It didn't say anything. I, I believe this happened back in 2016. I want to say it didn't say how long it lasted. It just said it like some kids like it just reoccurring, like kids got better. And then like they kept on having like symptoms even, you know, after a while. And wow, it was just weird. It was like 
like almost a hundred kids experiencing the same symptoms at the same time. And like that girl said, where when she fainted, other kids in other classrooms fainted as well at the same time. So it's like, you can't even copy your friend because you're in a different classroom. Yeah, you don't know that unless you like planned it ahead of time, I guess. But. Yeah, I don't know. Like, who knows? Maybe they're like, this is the most epic prank anybody has done. <laughs> right. But then, <laughs> but then like the, the fact that like medical professionals are like, what the hell's going on? Why are these symptoms? Because they were experiencing legit symptoms. Like, why is it happening? Yeah. So a lot of people just take it to like mass hysteria because there there have been reports throughout history where for some reason a group of people just just go bonkers. Um, that, what, wasn't there one like a dancing fever in France at some point? Or I don't know, but that sounds kind of fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> like wasn't it like where like like a lot of like townsfolk or something just danced and danced and couldn't stop? And what I did not know about this. Oh my god, now I have to look it up because there was like this one incident where people like this town somewhere went into like a dancing craze and it lasted for several days and they couldn't stop and people would just collapse and die from dancing oh my god. so much. That's not fun. That doesn't sound fun anymore. <laughs> it's like that scene from uh, Hocus Pocus where they're making everyone dance and they can't stop. Yeah, it's like that. Oh, look at the dancing plague of 1518. What? Oh my god. Yeah. The Dancing Plague of 1518 was the case of dancing mania that occurred in Strasbourg, Alsace, modern-day France, in the Holy Roman Empire from July 1518 to September 1518, where somewhere between 50 and 400 people took to dancing for days. That is wild. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, like, reports where mass groups of people just go, I don't know, into hysteria. Yeah. What the heck? The static is back. Come on, daughters, Barbie doll, stop it. it yo, it just did when you said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, eat that fucking toy. <laughs> just, like, throw it out the window. I don't know, but it listens, so she must like you. <laughs> okay, well, I have two schools. My first school is in Arandas, Jalisco, Mexico. And the school's called... <laughs> I, why do schools over there have such long names? Anyway, the school the school's called <laughs> Escuela Primaria Urbana 273 Jose Gonzalez Martinez. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, every school we've talked about in Mexico has, like, a weird-ass long name. Um, so this school was built over a cemetery. In 1814, the old cemetery was built, and it was closed in 1920. And then it was abandoned uh, after a newer cemetery was built. Then in 1970, the mayor of the town decided to build a school over it, but they didn't remove any bodies, I guess. <laughs> it just sounds like a bad idea. Just a bad idea in general to build a school <laughs> over a cemetery, but then it's a worse idea to not remove the bodies. Yeah. So yeah, the bodies are still said to be buried under the school. Many former students and teachers say that you have to be extra careful of entering the school's bathrooms because when you do, people see the apparition of hands. In the boys' bathroom specifically, it was said that there was a tunnel that led to the outside of the school and students would see hands coming out of the tunnel and they would also hear knocking. Many students would wait to get home 
so that they wouldn't have to use the bathroom at school. And that would totally be me. I, I wouldn't, I would hold it <laughs> or I would have accidents yeah. on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just take extra <laughs> clothes with me. Uh, one lady who lived across the street from the school said that she sees apparitions after dark in front of the school. And she's also heard disembodied voices and the cries of children. She remembers because she's been in this school, in this house since she was a little girl. And now she's like in her 40s. And she remembers playing hide and seek once as a young girl. And she was hiding under a bench uh, in front of the school where she saw an old lady and this old lady was dressed in all black and she was hiding there for a long time. And at some point she turned to the old lady and said, Hey, it's getting late, go home. But the lady never said anything back to her. She was like, whatever. And so she left him from her hiding spot. And then without thinking about it, she turned back to look and the lady was gone. But this was like in a matter of seconds that she got up, turned around and there was no lady there anymore. So it, it would have been unlikely that she walked anywhere that fast because uh, it was like no more than three seconds when she turned to look and the lady was gone. Obviously a ghost. <laughs> yeah. That kind of reminds me of that story from the lady that was trying to shield the treasure. Right. That yeah. Like no about. one has that kind of speed. So Ugh. aside yeah. from the hands that are seen in the bathroom uh, and the cries of children, many that live in the neighborhood also hear chains dragging. And the sound of digging outside of the school, especially around 3 a.m. So, and it's always 3 a.m., right? I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was that one school that I has a long name. I'm not going to repeat in Mexico. But I also researched one more school because for some reason we have a lot of listeners in Ohio. I don't know why, but thanks Ohio. <laughs> so I found a school in Middletown, Ohio. And it's not a school anymore. It's some people bought the building, but um, it's called Post Town Elementary. It was built in 1937. It was a small school when it was first built. It only had six classrooms and one gym. And then in 1949, it was expanded. And then again in 1954. And so there's a total of 54 classrooms now. The school officially closed in 1990 and was just there abandoned. But then I don't know when they bought it, but a couple bought the house of the house. They bought the school and they use it as their house. So I got wet twice at house. <laughs> and it's weird because the, the couple attended the school in the 1960s and now it's their home. There are no records of deaths occurring in the school, but still urban legends and rumors spread as always. So there's one story that is said to be a cause of paranormal activity in this school. And that is of a little girl named Sarah. So legend tells that Sarah was playing on the third floor of the school when she fell over the banister and landed on the first floor. She was said to suffer a massive head injury and then she later passed away at home. And now people see her in the school just roaming the halls. And then um, another two tragic accidents occurred a mile away from where the school is now, but when it wasn't a school yet. These are said to be causes for paranormal activity as well. And they, weirdly enough, they both happened on July 4th, just different years. So one happened in 1895 and the other in 1910. And they were train accidents. I can't, I couldn't find much on the first train accident from 1895. But the one in 1910 was a head-on collision between a freight train and a passenger train. 
And it was said that 24 passengers lost their lives, uh, but another source said 30. So I don't know, in between 24 and 30, I guess. And then on top of that, many mediums and like paranormal investigators say that when, you know, someone dies, they don't always quote unquote cross over or, you know, whatever it is you believe happens when you die. And instead, they go to where they were happiest. And for many children, that was school. And so that accounts for a lot of the spirits that are said to be in the school building. I don't think I would go to a school, though. (laughs) But it is true. I guess some I mean, maybe that is where some kids were happier, you know. That's crazy, because that's kind of like the same with the school that I am going to talk about in the and like the discussion kind of that happens with with that school as well. I'm excited. So in this former school, now someone's house. Oh, and it's pretty cool because this guy, this couple, they open up their house to the community. So frequently there's like a little gym going on. Um, there's like just community events all the time in this school building, but they also live there. So in this former school, many have heard disembodied voices, footsteps, doors slamming, as well as seeing shadows and the feeling like something just brushed past you. Ugh. Nope, nope, nope. Right? When they first moved in, they heard the sound of a desk being dragged across the floor um, above them because they were on the first floor. And this has three floors. And they also would hear little kid footsteps and voices that weren't theirs. Hundreds of paranormal investigators and mediums have visited and they all say there's definitely something going on in this building. The owners, if anyone's interested, the owners charge $25 a night if you want to spend the night there during the week and $35 on the weekends. Um, Although another website said $84, so I'm not sure about the price, but you can definitely spend the night there if you want. Wow. I would not. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy how many people are just all about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe I would go in like a group of people, but I would not. No, I probably still wouldn't. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I talk a lot of shit, but I'm not going to ever go inside somewhere that is said to be haunted. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'll just stay right over here. I'll just watch from my house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, those are my, my two schools. All right. So my story is going to be about a school here local to Austin. So I am in Austin, Texas, and uh, it's about a school called Metz Elementary. And it's basically located on the east side of Austin. And I went to that school. So the school was actually built in 1915. So it has seen a lot of history, including like life during World War II. Um, And it was honestly even from what I understand, it was a location at one point Um, that housed the hospital during the war. And like you mentioned, you know, a lot of kids there also sought like a lot of it, it, from what I understand, like some caregiving at some point. So it was a lot, it was a happy place for, you know, for a lot of kids, especially uh, when it became a school, because during that time, it was, you know, during World War II, and then on and then these kids during that time was a time where they were able to maybe seek shelter from a lot of the things that were going on at home, especially a lot of kids that maybe didn't have a full meal. A lot of kids went to the school to be able to get nourishment. So I think that from what I understand, this is like a happy place, kind of like you mentioned with the previous school uh, in your story. 
But, you know, it also saw a lot of things like the implementation of the busing system in Austin um, to comply with the Brown versus Board of Education. So there was a lot of, you know, changes that were done in that area. And if you know Austin and East Austin is primarily where all the Latinos live. So, you know, Austin is pretty much divided. It was at least. And there's quite a bit of articles about the the west side just being primarily white and then the east side being primarily Latinos and uh, black uh, community. So, you know, that's always kind of just interesting also to to look into. But, you know, I went there when I went from pre-K to about first grade. And at that time, I want to say I was probably like 1987 when I started. And then I stopped at around 1990 that then we moved uh, to another location and had to go to another school. And when I went there, so just to kind of give you like an idea of what that the school looked like, and there's pictures of the school, the school was about three stories high. And during that time, I, I remember that it was there was a lot of I want to say it was probably pre K to about eighth grade. Oh. So it probably housed even like middle school. And I was in pre K. So my classes were all in portables outside. And so we got to come inside sometimes and then from pre-K to uh, kindergarten and because the library was on the second floor. So we were able to go up to the second floor. So whenever you went up to the library, there was obviously stairs to go up to the third floor. And the third floor was always pitch dark, right? Nothing could go up there. And I remember like these chains that will go from, you know, one side of one stair to the wall. Um, and then it said, do not enter. So I remember just always just getting really scary vibes whenever I walked by there. And you obviously look up and it's just pitch dark. But when I never knew why we couldn't go up there. So, uh, you know, we would go to the library and then we'd come back and then we'd go back to our portables. So then I went into first grade and I was able to be inside of the school. So the bathrooms were really like just scary. It's always and I think that the we bathrooms. Hear, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's always the bathrooms that are always just like super creepy. And that was like the same thing for this school. And it was like a, it had two aisles. So the first aisle of bathrooms, and then you went to the back and there was another set of rows of bathrooms. I want to say I probably went one time just back there to kind of see what was up there. And I remember like I came back running because it was just like, it was not a, like a friendly feeling. And I remember every time that I went into the restroom, I was always just really like uneasy. And I would just go to the restroom and I just like run out. Um, I I never liked being in those restrooms. Um, I will say that I never experienced any paranormal activity when I was at that school. So then we moved. So one day we were sitting around waiting for our classes to start. And we would just all sit in rows by our grade to get ready to get picked up by our, by our teacher to then be taken to the class. And I remember this kid talking about how they were going to tear down Metz Elementary because it was haunted. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? And I, I had no idea at that point that Metz was haunted or I'd never heard stories about that. So he goes on to tell me that, yeah, the school's haunted and this and this happened. Well, because of, I think, uh, safety concerns with the school, since it was really old, they were tearing it down. So when that was happening, apparently, like, construction crews started seeing, like, super, like, paranormal activity. Like, um, it was, a, a like, a company that went in. It was, like, like, Torres, like, trucking and excavation was hired to basically demolish the school. 
they said that they would start like noticing certain things. So like the, the machinery would just all of a sudden stop working. So they would just be excavating something and the, mach- the, the bulldozer or the forklift would just stop operating. Oh, wow. And then others sometimes would say that they would hear like groups of kids giggling. Ugh. But of course, like there shouldn't be any kids around yeah. the area, right? Because they were working on it. And even it was if it was an empty room and they would see something like that. And sometimes they would hear like chalk squeaking down unseen chalkboards and like they would just echo through the walls. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then sometimes like strange drawings were left scribbled on the wall of barren like classrooms. And sometimes like they I even remember somebody and was just like I heard this story from somebody else that there was like a happy face and then the construction worker would turn around. And then it was upside down oh. or like it was, a, I think, yeah, like, so it became a sad face instead of a happy face. Wow. So just like strange things like that, that would happen. And even the, the, the workers would hear, like, you know, later on, they would hear like kids playing in the playground and like singing uh, Ring Around the Rosie. And it's just like so crazy because even then, like that that song was just um, an older song, I guess, maybe um, that you would hear maybe from older kids. So, yeah, like from kids who grew up in World War during World War Two. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I don't know if I remember playing Ring Around the Rosie. And of course, you know, we were all Latinos. So we probably know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're like, what's that? I didn't hear about Rosie? that until later. <laughs> yeah. Who's Rosie? What Rosa? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and it was crazy. And so one time, like this is like I guess one some of the one of the scariest part that happened at that location during this whole demolition was that the wall came down and it actually fell on top of one of the employees oh. and he actually passed oh, away. No. So based on all this like paranormal activity, the the construction crew was like, you know what, we're out. Like we don't want to work at this location anymore. We don't want to do this job. So they actually sought a priest to come by and bless the place. So they came, I think it was a Guadalupe Catholic Church that came in and the priest came and blessed the school. And they said that after that, they saw a less more uh, like the activity kind of just like stopped. But, you know, and I even heard, I think I even shared it with you. There was a, another podcast that did kind of like a very thorough story on this particular school. And he actually reached out because apparently there was also a psychic that came by to kind of see, engage the the school and what it was all about. And she did say, yes, there there are paranormal activity that goes on here. And but it's not violent, like it's not bad, not evil like vibes, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, it was a lot of just kids just being kids. And like you said, like, you know, just it was their safe space. So they didn't want it to to get torn down. You know, he even, I think, interviewed some of the teachers that went to that school and, you know, teacher after teacher would say like, yeah, we would hear things and we knew that we were like the only ones in the school and we would hear kids giggling. And one time there was, I think, uh, one of the teachers said that the little, she was handing out, I think, like folders and that one of the kids said, well, what about her? Are you going to give her a folder? (laughs) And yeah, and it was like, and he pointed to like like under a desk, the teacher kind of just like freaked out a little bit, but still kept her composure. She's like, well, who are you talking about? She's like, the little girl under the desk. Oh, and God. <laughs> as she's like, yeah, she just like quickly just said like, oh, well, I only have enough for you guys. You know, I'll get her a folder later. 
but just like strange things like that. Um, wow. It was just really weird. Did that teacher, props to her because I would have been like, oh my God, oh my God, we're leaving. <laughs> what girl? Yeah, like I Where? quit. Like, uh, yeah. I'm not doing this. Yeah, no. Y'all on your own, kid. Bye. For sure. And yeah, so just stuff like that. And so I remember even when I was about 20 years old, I had already obviously known about um, the school. And I had a friend who was really into just paranormal activity and just looking at that stuff. And one time we did go to Mets Elementary like at night and we decided to take like a disposable camera because that was the jam back in the day. (laughs) We didn't have these (laughs) awesome like, you know, iPhones and all that (laughs) stuff. So (laughs) we took that and we just started taking pictures. And obviously I took pictures in the locations where I remember the um, playground uh, location was at when I went there. The school is completely different now since they tore, tore it down. And now they, the school is like a one story school. So I took pictures and then I developed them. And then I got them back. And one, like a lot of the pictures sometimes had orbs um, oh, on quite a few You know pictures. what they say. Yeah. Orbs are ghosts. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of scary. But then one of the pictures, and I remember, and I honestly wish I could have kept it, but maybe, you know, I shouldn't have. But one of those pictures, I, I swear, had like a, a figure of a little boy and it was all oh, white, damn. but you can see the head and like, I mean, he was tiny. And that was like, I even got chills just uh, saying that because I remember the picture. But yeah, like I saw uh, a little boy just kind of standing there. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's freaky. And, you know, unfortunately, I think that the school is getting torn down. Um, just the um, East Austin area, I think, is uh, very gentrified now. And there's low enrollment at that school. So unfortunately, I think they're going to tear it down and probably build some high priced condos there. But, you know, I'm kind of interested to see maybe if the activity is still going to remain there. Right? Like if because the same of- thing's going to happen, like... You know how the last construction crew you said, like they were having all these issues. I wonder if the same thing's going to happen to these new people that tear down and put a new building there. Yeah, because a lot of the things that they're doing right now, they're starting to work on just an archive, an online archive of the school and to make sure that it kind of just remains because it, it ha- does have such a rich history, you know, in that area. And even I just feel like it's just even that location because I know that I have my mom has a friend that used to live there in her house, like she always felt was haunted. I remember my brother said that he went into the house and he instantly felt that like somebody had just kind of like grabbed him in the back of the neck. And, and she, and the ladies always said that like, there's always like, there's always a presence in the home. Like she always experiences paranormal activity. So I kind of wonder, and it it was just probably a couple of blocks from the school, but I kind of wonder if it's just that area. Yeah, probably. But yeah, no. Yeah, schools are definitely creepy. But, you know, I kind of do do wonder if, you know, a lot of them just have that presence of kids and the happy place that that they got to to get when maybe that didn't serve at their home. Yeah. And then I wonder for like schools that still have kids there. And um, I mean, MJ's in she's muted now because she's (laughs) she keeps getting weird weird ghost sounds over there but i think she said this before but like the energy of kids like maybe it brings more little kid ghosts you know mm-hmm. yeah and it's just ugh. yeah and like mj she says you know that little kids freak her out right and 
mean, yeah, I don't know how I would be in the situation. Like I said, I didn't experience any paranormal activity, but I always felt like something was odd at that school. And it wasn't until I moved and then I heard these things that I realized I'm like, man, like some validation, right? Right. Of maybe some of the feelings that I felt like in my gut were kind of weird. But yeah, it was definitely sketch. Yeah, that's creepy. Who? Yeah. So if you come to Austin and y'all want to go by and check that place out, I don't really go by there, but you know. <laughs> um, MJ, do you want to unmute yourself for the end of the show? <laughs> you okay? Are you still alive? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm still alive. Oh I'm my gosh, she's dead. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So um, yeah, thanks Vanessa for coming onto the show and don't forget to check out her podcast. I was on it with my twin, by the way, if you guys want to check out that yes. episode. It's really good. I'm yes. biased. Check out that episode. And, you know, I will say that I've been listening to all of your episodes and they are really scary stuff. And I will say that if I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, I go to the restroom and I close my eyes <laughs> the whole way. So I have like bruises on my legs, multiple of them, because I don't want, especially when I wash my hands, like I don't want to look in the mirror, right? Because I know I'm like scared that like an image is going to be in the mirror. I'm just going to just bit and I'm going to have to, like I told you, I'm probably going to have to blow up my house and just burn it to the ground because <laughs> yeah. I'm not about that. <laughs> yeah. When I wake up at 3 a.m., I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Then I just put on like a funny show. Then, yeah, and I'm don't like, go back to sleep. This is the witchy now when we're not doing this. Yeah. Go back to sleep. <laughs> if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to give us five stars. And if you have any spooky stories you want to share with us uh, to read on the epi- on any episode, uh, don't forget to email us or send us a message through our socials. And we'll catch everyone next week. Stay as spooky. Um, adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.